It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Culler here. Hello. It's it's week eleven. Week eleven. Can you believe it? It's almost 11. Christmas. It is. It's, it's well, Christmas soon. Thanksgiving first. Let's not get to Black Friday first. The, well, the if sales. anyone ex- if anyone experienced a little Christmas gift, it was the city of Buffalo. Call it a gift. <laughs> Call it a gift. It was more like a snow hose. Seventy-seven inches. That's what she said. Jesus. <laughs> uh, um, seven, that's literally the size of Josh Allen. Seven, it's still it's, pussies. Uh, yeah, still should play in it. You still should have to play. It's not about not playing it. it is, the reason they have to move it is because no one would be able to get there. Like the fine. Refs, uh, all the like teams. COVID. It's fine. They're literally right now, I've, I've been following it on Twitter, and the, the community are like helping shovel Bill's players out so they can get to the airport in time. Well, they made the, the, apparently they made They're going to make a apparently. movie about this one day. They open up the airport, and apparently they've made it. Apparently, they're yeah, good. Yeah, I think they're good. So it'll be would, uh, interesting. I think you just make snow fans, and you play it in the snow, and that's it. In the future, the Buffalo it should be outdoors, but just have like a heated underneath field, heated seats. It's all warm, heated parking lots. You, uh, you, you, you do all that. Able, you would Buffalo. need like so many shovelers to even get that stadium clean. Mini There's nuclear plant. No that's all you do. You little mini, little little mini nuke running it all. Speaking of nuke, uh, the meltdown on TNF, uh, the the Packers you know, are one of the few teams. I mean, most a lot of teams have only played nine games. The Packers have now played eleven games. They've lost seven. It's um, and it's probably the first time Rodgers has been booed. Oh in, yeah, in his own house. Yeah, I had never really experienced that, especially in that fourth quarter. He was just awful. Are you saying boo Rodgers? Boo Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. So now they're they're getting into this is going to be a really fascinating what's going to happen the rest of the way with Green Bay. Um, like you do have at least you have Watson who looks great coming yeah. in, scoring touchdowns everywhere. But it just feels like this is going to be this is this has to be his last year, right? There's just no I don't see how he's going to want to come back. I don't even see how the team would want. Like it's fifty. You're paying fifty million for that. Oh yeah, well it was like, his last year when he signed that contract. Come on, his his eyeballs so, were in other places. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll stay with you. It's like the guy who says he wasn't cheating and he still keeps cheating. Yeah, he's still cheating. Yeah, but so, uh, yeah, it was a tough loss for Green Bay. Again, the Titans, just one Titans of those looking teams, good. They look, yeah, just Mike Vrabel, no matter what, just can, no matter what the, the spread says or anyone thinks they're, I didn't think they're going to be good this year. And they're seven and three. Yeah, Derek they Henry, the like defense. Last year when nobody believed in them and they yeah. were their one seed. Could, they could do it again the way just they just play hard defense. They run with um Henry, which sets up the play action. That's their thing, and they do it really well. You know, if you heat up garbage enough, it's going to start to froth, and the froth has come to it, and that's the Tennessee Titans. They're the froth of the trash. trash uh, There's some great games. Uh, let's let's talk about your your Buffalo Bills. Let's start that one off because the obviously Detroit it's Bills. It's Detroit. Uh, they basically said, uh, you know, don't ruin things. Don't smash any tables. Um, leave it as you found it. Uh, interesting. I mean, it's not too far of a trip for them, but it is playing, you know, a bit away. Uh, in a dome, so it's going to feel a bit weird. Host in Cleveland, Buffalo needs a win. Uh, they've been getting beaten up lately, and Josh Allen is not doing well in overtime, and he's he's doing well in interceptions, though. Yeah, um, he's leading the league in interceptions. So six and uh, three, Buffalo. Uh, they're eight-point favorites. The line has jumped around. It was three and a half before we went to snow. Uh, Cleveland is three and six. Um, call back for Baker. They were doing better with him. Yeah. Um, 42 points was the overrunner. I think that's jumped to 48 now. Well, this is the last game, and then it's Deshaun Watson. That's Jacoby Brissett throws like nine touchdowns. Oh, uh, we're gonna it's see the Deshaun rub Watson's... before the tug. 
Maybe have yeah, so this is going to be this is an interesting game because I think the fact that they moved it to Detroit, I think, just benefits Buffalo massively. I think playing mm-hmm. in the snow, you think that would benefit someone like Chubb and Hunt, and they could just run it because that's what you're going to need in that type of field if, if it was going to be played in the snow. Now you move it to a dome where Josh Allen plays great in domes. The team is faster. They'll be able to really take advantage of this Cleveland defense that really can't stop anyone. You saw them last week. It mm-hmm. was Miami just walked down the field. Every did whatever they wanted. Um, so to me, I, I, I think the, the, but all this travel stuff and the fact that they, they still haven't even gotten, they're literally going to get, not even be able to do a walkthrough. They're basically mm-hmm. going to get there, sleep and then go play football. So the reason that that has to take into consideration, I think eight just feels like too much with everything that's happening. And all the stress and all that getting out and and I think it all I think the Bills are going to win. I think mm-hmm. again they're just the better team and I think Josh Allen really needs. He's hearing all the the criticism and people saying oh, is he regressing? Is he trying too much? I think he's going to have a real bounce back game. He has to start really trusting his receivers, getting Naheem Hines in, involved, yeah. and because you're basically going to have to stop. It's all going to basically be contain Chubb and that's Cleveland's strategy. We got to get the only time they they can compete with people is when they're controlling the clock with Chubb. So I just yeah. don't think they can do it personally. So I, I, I think the Bills going to win 27-20. Yeah, pretty much the same I've got. I got a 28-21, seven points. Um, I, I don't think the travel's that much. I mean, these, these guys are motivated. No, I think but, it's more the stress of it all. It's not the travel. Sure. It's, it's the, the, the snowstorm that what the hell is going on. Like, your mind's not even on the game. Your mind's so focused on getting there. Yeah, that must be taken. Yeah, you live, you live in Buffalo. Suck it up, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, you play some football. You know, guys used to play uh, hold down two jobs before in the NFL. So uh, suck it up in snow. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Nazis for God's sake. Um, but uh, you know, Buffalo. I think they, they obviously have to win. You know, you can't take another loss, especially to the Browns, yeah. the three and six Browns. So. But also Cleveland, as it says, cagey and Buffalo could be susceptible to rub, run, the rub. That was a Freudian slip and Deshaun just got wood. Um, yeah, the, the rub and the tug of, uh, Chubb, oh, of the, Chubb Chubb, and the, hunt. the rub and tug of the Chubb and the hunt uh, or the tug of the hug. Anyway, whatever it is, it's susceptible. So I, I don't know. I, I think that I've got it again, 28-21. I think Cleveland will claw their way back um you know lube themselves up for another round uh, <laughs> if you will uh we'll move on to the the next game carolina is uh is baker is putting the baker mayfield in they're three and seven and they're facing a baltimore team who's a 13 point favorite at mm. home six and three it was wet 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 not like the 90s actually that's what it was the last time in baltimore it's gonna be dry this time not as crazy in in buffalo that's that's the way america works everyone 44 points is the over under in this one um you know baker mayfield he's he's back uh he's he's taking the realm and uh then you've got lamar uh, and, and lamar and the team they've, they've starting to put some some places together and pieces together uh, to make a run at this thing but, yeah but they haven't seen like 13 seems a lot it doesn't feel like Baltimore has been like burying teams, right? They've mm. really kind of struggled to put anyone away. Right. Um, they've, they've lost a bunch of games they shouldn't. So I think Baker is is a better quarterback than P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker had a couple of good games, but I think they are in a better position to be able to move the ball. They got Foreman, who's been good. 
This Ravens D is going to be tough. The fact that they're on the road is going to be hard. But Baker's played Baltimore. He definitely knows them. So I'm going to say that they're going to cover. I think Baltimore is clearly the better team. But I think this one can be kind of close. Uh, I just think that Baker's basically this. He's playing for his career now. These yeah. next couple of games are like an audition to hopefully he gets <laughs> traded or something. But he's got to he's got to come out and not have that. He's basically not like that game the other week. He was trying to headbutt his own teammates, giving himself <laughs> a concussion. Yeah. So hopefully his head's all right. So, but I think they're going to be able to keep it close. I think again they got a nice they got a nice defense that's going to be able. To, to hold Baltimore doesn't have that many weapons that they're going to be able to really exploit you. The running game's good, but it all runs through Lamar. I think Carolina can keep it close. There's no way I'm, I'm pick 13. So no. I'm going to go uh, Baltimore 27 17. I'll go 10. I got 28 18. This is amazing. Close. Uh, Ryan, we're picking close again. Mm. Uh, this week on some of them, uh, yeah, I think Carolina could claw back. I think uh, DJ Moore, you know, Baker and him always connected. DJ Moore is like on, is like thirty percent of the targets in terms of Baker throwing the ball. So I think he's good for fantasy. I, I think it's a good game for them to to at least Baker to get a bit of redemption. If not, you know, maybe not lose a, a commercial sponsor, but maybe gain one. Uh, maybe he goes from like you know progressive to like Arby's or you know. Yeah. A Shoney's in somewhere in local Alabama, something like that. But I, I you know, I, I can't see this big of a spread. Uh, and I think Baltimore, they'll get a bit of a win. I could see the running game going too. They got to get the running game as well. Drake will have a good one as well. So, uh, yeah, I've got it 28-18. Uh, this game has got some interesting one. Um, the champ has the blood has been drawn from Thanos. Um, Philadelphia is eight and one. There's six and a half point favorites over Indianapolis team who's Saturday, Saturday. They got to win. Four, five, and one is Indianapolis with a 43 and a half point spread there in the dome as well. Um, Maybe this will be like a you got a Philadelphia. Well, yeah, Philadelphia also has a a lot of ex Colts. You know, you've got a lot of ex uh, offensive coordinators on that team as well, which makes an interesting matchup uh, knowing the playbooks. Yeah, I think it's um, it's I think the interim coaches always seem to do well that first game. Mm-hmm. I think the team plays a bit harder for them. Their emotion comes then yeah. that everyone's kind of excited for a fresh start. And then usually it's the second game back that they're like they get handed it to them. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to happen here. I think Philly kind of needed that loss almost in a way to kind of wake them up and be like, I, no one thought Philly is an undefeated type team like that are good enough to go undefeated. Mm-hmm. And I think. Uh, but six and a half, I feel that's a good number. I think they have, they should be able to run on Indy. Their D hasn't been great. You still have Matt Ryan again. He had that. He was playing the Raiders. Okay, he yeah. won against the Raiders. This is a different monster going up against the Eagles, especially um, with that with Jalen Hurts and the way they can run the ball. So I think um, Philly just takes it to him now. I think coming off that loss, they're going to be hungry, want to get it started. So I'm going to go uh, Philly thirty to seventeen. Ooh, beating. A, a little bit of a beating you know i i agree with you like it's it's funny when you, you like the first time it's like oh my god he's able to pull it off and the second time you're not sure it's like weekend at bernie's it was good but weekend at bernie's too <laughs> too eh, not so good yeah. <laughs> you know we get it you know it's, it's not so good i i don't see them winning but also here's the thing i think because the the eagles have had blood blood drawn on them 
I can see the Colts getting feisty in this one using Jonathan Taylor, you know, um, using, um, you know, Paris, using, using, getting this going. And, you know, Matt Ryan secretly snuck back in, you know, like the dog that was banished to the backyard and suddenly he's allowed to the kitchen table again. Yeah, this 40 yard run last week. I don't know how you let Matt Ryan run for 40 yards on you. But, but it's sort of like, you know, drunk Jim Ursay, sort of like sober Jim Ursay. Yeah, what did I do? Oh, I guess, yeah, you can stay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Matt. I guess Jeff Saturday is almost like uh, the you know the new stepmom who's going to mediate and 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 take some of the beatings uh, so that Matt Ryan doesn't. Um, but I I'm like them to maybe to cover uh, in this one. So I've got Philadelphia 28, uh, the Colts 22. Uh, I think they can stay within that six and a half. I think they're going to keep it cagey and close. It's at home. What else do they got to lose? Um, and you know in that division they're four five and one. You get to five five and one. Uh, you're still looking at playoffs. You're still looking. He's yeah. put some wins together. Teams that probably won't put some wins together, but Washington, they're five and five. How the hell? Tyler Haneke. They're at Houston, who's one, seven, and one, which just it just looks horrible. It looks like a bad hotel room number. It's just a bad number in the NFL. <laughs> one seven. And yeah, one. yeah, they're just a bad team. They don't well, really have much hope. They got two top ten picks yeah. next year, which will be great. Well, they but, can squander them again and trade yeah, them away in least, a horrible yeah, tunsil deal. They got, they got the number one pick, so. They should be able to solve the quarterback. I think we've all now feel like Davis Mills isn't gonna be the the the, the guy going in. They gave him the year, but I think yeah. again he didn't really give him any weapons. The only really positive thing has been Damian Pierce. Yeah, um, Damian for, Pierce for Houston. Other than that, it's kind of like you at least have that. You get a nice young quarterback, mix them with him. But to me, yeah, Washington's just looked better with Heineke. Their the defense is playing stronger. Chase Young's still not back, but he should be back in the next couple of weeks make that defense even better. Uh, and Heineken's just got a bit of that uh, that swagger going right now. So I don't see, like, again, it feels low, three. Yeah. Like, you think Washington should be able to handle. But Houston has been one of those teams. They've been able to kind of keep a lot of games close. Especially at home. Stick in, yeah. So I still think Washington wins. Um, I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Washington 24 to 17. Yeah, I mean, the problem with Houston, I mean, especially with Brandon Cooks that sort of came around, it's a lot like, uh, you know, get out, you know, when he's like, you know, telling them all to leave. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, it's like, he, you know, it's, it's a sinking franchise and it's it's tough, difficult. I do like Houston at home, though. And I think, you now Brandon Cooks, he's been told he's in his place, do what he's told. Um, which I'm sure suits him fine. He's happy about that. Don't worry, we'll trade you in the Yeah, we'll you'll be traded, but you know, yeah, for ridiculous amounts. They'll get something for him in the offseason, but I think for the rest of it, they're going to play for a bit of pride. And Washington, you know, I think they're going to, I think it'll be a good game. It says 40 and a half for some reason. I don't know. I could see this one going nuts. I had Washington first to cover it. Now I think Washington could, or sorry, Houston to win it. Uh, I think Houston could win this game just because. They might need to win at home, and Washington might need this loss. Uh, they're five and five, and and this could be one that Houston sort of pips them on. So I've got it twenty three twenty one, but I think the score might go up even further. I, I am taking Houston to cover this one, but I am thinking that Houston might win it. That's how close and and, and fun it might be. Twenty three twenty one. I might change it closer to game time, but uh, yeah, I like Houston to cover. The Jets are facing their nemesis, Luke and and Darth uh, as. The Jets are six and three. They're confident six and three. And they're facing a, a New England Patriots who are five and four. Um, and three point favorites at home. Bill Belichick has the Jets number going back to the dark ages. Um, 
And, you know, all three teams, all four teams in the AFC East are basically looking to qualify for the playoffs right now if they keep playing the way they are. Uh, how does this battle go down, Ryan, of your division rivals? Um, hmm. I like that. This is a tough one because I think the Jets have been playing really strong. And I think, again, both teams are coming off a bye. So you're not going to have anyone that doesn't have the advantage. They're both going to be – to me, it's, again, this whole game is going to come down to uh, Zach Wilson. I think – the Jets' D is going to be good enough to kind of keep um, Mac Jones in check. I don't see New England kind of just blowing them out or anything like the game before where where Zach Wilson was just throwing it to anyone, basically. Just had one of his worst games of his career and people – and then had that bounce-back game against Buffalo. So I think the Jets can really – I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think the Patriots are good enough to be really anyone by more than three. I think a lot of the games are going to be close – I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, um, so I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go twenty to seventeen for the Patriots to win this. The fact that they're at home, I feel that that's going to at least give a little bit of advantage. Yeah, I, I'm. I got a twenty to eighteen. Uh, uh, psychic. Uh, yeah, I like it. I, I just think that that Jets defense for the Patriots. Yeah, twenty to eighteen for the for the Patriots. Yes. Okay. Uh, I just think the Jets' defense, you know, like Bill Belichick is always going to have a way to confound, and Zach Wilson is is trash. Um, you know, they're they've got uh, Wilson going, I think, which is good for them. Uh, you know, the Jets have got some some talent, but I think it's that defense that's going to really keep it in check. I think they can frustrate Mac Jones, maybe get a pick or two. All right, we'll see. But I like them to keep it closest. I don't know. I think this is going to be on the under, though. I think it's going to be one of these low scoring, drudgery, move the ball. You know, and it, it's also if you're looking at New England at home, it's not too far away from Buffalo, so it's not be great. It's not going to be horrible, but it's not going to be great. So I would expect some wind, some snow, and some scowls and hoodies from Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Um, big game here: the Detroit Lions are fresh off of a, a victory over uh, the Chicago Bears. So I was at the Chicago Bears party. Thanks, to Chicago Bears. We'll get into them. Uh, three and six, and they're visiting a high flying. Who would have thunk it? Seven and two. New York Giants were three-point favorites. Daniel Jones has also uh, set the highest for a passer rating so far this year of any quarterback. Uh, 45 points is the over-under in this one. Giants, Saquon. Um, you know, the the NFC East, which was a laughing stock, is just like the AFC East, becoming a serious, serious, solid but, uh, but team. Does any, but does anyone really believe the Giants are seven no. and too good. I don't no. think so. Again, like the I, think Vikings, one, no. I think this is one Detroit can win. I think Detroit's yeah. got enough offensive pieces that they're just a better offense than the Giants. Mm-hmm. Like Saquon's leading the NFL in rushing, which is great. He's had a great year. But other than that, Daniel Jones, he was fine last week. Hit Slayton, a nice pass, touchdown. But to me, Detroit's just got too many weapons. I think they can outscore them. So I'm going to go with Detroit to win this. A uh, little upset on the mm-hmm. road. Uh, coming off that big win, I think they're just kind of that team where they they can just burn you in many ways. Giants have a decent defense they're at home, but I'm gonna go with Detroit to win this. Uh, a little upset, uh, 27-24. Man, dude, this is this is funny because I really? also have Detroit to win, and I also part of the motivation is, you know, having Buffalo playing in their stadium. It's like having someone else sleep in your bed. You know, you're like, mm. oh man, I gotta get keep it warm. You know? Yeah, yeah, but you're also like, I gotta get back there. I, we gotta do something good and get back there because someone's in my bed. Um, I like Detroit here. I think you know, even the inspired play, even watching the Bears game, you know, last week, which again we watched. Uh, it, it was it was to watch Detroit and the way they played back and their fight back. 
um, was good. And, and, and they've got balance. It's too bad you can score on them uh, so easily. Yeah. But I, I like them to actually, you know, plug up the holes here. I like Hutchinson to, to get actually at least a sack or two on Daniel Jones in this one. So I, I think they could actually put up a fight here. And I think we will see the paper giants. And if we don't, then it's going to be like, and the Giants stumped eight and two. I'll be like, Jesus Christ, whatever, whatever. But I, I, I like Detroit here. Uh, the Rams. Nobody likes the Rams. Is no. there ever been a Cinderella story that got ugly so quickly? Yeah. Um, has there ever been a worse um, ball from Grace defending of defense of your title? Uh, well, it shows this. what happens when you spend a lot of money to to buy something. Like when, then, feels like when Buster Douglas won, and then you're like, oh wait, did, yeah. wait how did he get the how do you get the belt and then he gets yeah. beaten down? The it was like fight. 2 a.m. in Japan. Was anyone watching? What happened yeah. there? Yeah, like he got Cooper Cup out now. Like, uh, how is this team going to move the ball? Like, there's no way. The Saints D is at least de- decent. Um, and the Saints are three and seven. No yeah, one. three and a half point favorites of the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I'm um, going with the Saints. I think yeah. being at home, you know, they got Alvin Kamara. At least he's a weapon. You know, they got Olave, who's been good. Like, show me on the Rams who you're going to throw to. Yeah. Like, Jefferson, um, what Daryl Henderson? It's just, it's not great, and I don't see how the Rams going to score barely any points this week. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints to win. I think they're the better team. I'm going to go 24 to 13. I'm going to go the, to the Saints. Wow. I just don't see the Rams have anything. I don't well, think Stafford's yeah. healthy. They're just, and then they got f those picks. Well, they're going to wish they had one of those picks. Yeah, they're going to have a top five pick right after this week. Um. I mean, I think in this way, I just find that this is the caged animal for the Rams. You know what? Three at three wins. You have to do something. And I think when you've lost so many things and Stafford being yelled at, I actually have the Rams to win this one just because it's Andy Dalton. And the, yeah, the Ram, the, the Saints defense is all right. It's good. It's been it's been good. But there's there, you could beat it. There's people have lit it up before. So. I think the Rams, if they can get their Shiza together in this one, uh, have a good chance. Low scoring chance. I've got a 21-19. Ugly, low scoring. Yeah. But I think the Rams could win it because they need to. And, yeah, and, they, and they've got it. This is a game that you get creative. This is the game that, that you know, McVay has got to show he's the coach. This is all on him now. So he's got to get creative. He's got to look what other coaches are doing. People would have done with Justin Fields. What other what other coaches are doing in the league? This is all on you now. So that's what I say. Anyway, I've got Rams to win. Now the big one, the big game where everyone's going to be watching tomorrow. We know this one, the big game on Sunday. Chicago Bears three and seven, tight tight loss. Uh, they're facing a home Atlanta team. Atlanta's three point favorites. Atlanta's four and six, forty nine points is the over under. The Bears have scored uh, over twenty eight points in each game over the past three weeks. Last week, uh, the Chicago Bears hosted a party in London uh, in the flat iron area, which was fun. Some of us went down. It was a great period. We got to to meet some uh, some of the Bears alumni and and a fun, fun event to watch the Bears lose. And our friend Shannon was there in a Detroit shirt. And, uh, and the Bears fans were still lovely to her despite despite that. But, uh, you know, the Bears, oh, man, it was a gutting. It was gutting to have Detroit come back on that. Uh, there was a penalties, obviously, that were sort of angry. Yeah. That was a tough loss, especially you can't blow those leads. You had a big yeah. lead in the, in the fourth yeah. quarter. I, I felt like the game was over, and I remember yeah. turning back and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, again, the one thing, at least what you say about the Bears, Bears are fun to watch, at least. Oh, like, yeah. Like, who'd have thought finally, finally. After week, the first five weeks where they were unwatchable. 
Yeah. Now they've actually become one of the most fun teams to watch. I think, and again, it all comes down to fields, even though, mm-hmm. you know, he's again, he's just running like crazy. It's not a sustainable way to play. No. Yeah, if you get so smoked, you've we're get done. Sky receiver <laughs> yeah. uh, in the draft coming up. Um, to me, this is like, is this going to be Mariota's last game? Because after that Thursday night debacle he put up, mm-hmm. I just can't see how, if he stinks it up again here, how they're going to be able to keep going to him. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Falcons just don't know have any identity. They don't use pits. They have like five running backs that they use. They just they don't throw to any of their receivers. Drake London's been having a decent year, but he's a rookie. So to me, it's just I I don't know I. I don't think the Bears D is great. I don't think I think this could be actually a bit of a high scoring game. Mm-hmm. Um this is tough. Um the Bears just blow game. I think the Falcons need this more. I think coming off that loss, I'm gonna go with the Falcons uh to win this uh twenty eight to twenty four. Your Falcon curse is going to come back to bite you, my friend. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh this is for me a bear. I, I think this is the game we actually see Claypool really connect. And, you know, because as you said, it's getting that quality receiver and it's finding Claypool and he is, he's height. And then Mooney as well, you know, it's finding the coverage. How are they going to cover them? You know, and I mean, the Bears offensive line for what it is. I think this is a team that we can, you know, when you talk about, oh, a team, how Atlanta got lucky with a few wins. I think for us, this three wins, we're a lot better than them. And the defense and I, and I think the coaching has been putting everything together um, that, yeah, we're learning each time, but we're scoring a lot of points, you know, 28 points a game. So I, I've got us winning this one 30 to 24. I, obviously, them with their defense will score some. Um, probably our old nemesis, Corderell, if he's if he's still health-wise. Um, but I, I I like us to win. And I said uh, Mooney, I think I think the over, I think they've got him for like uh 53 or 58 receiving yards. I could see him doing over that. So that might be a, a little prop bed to pick up. The late games. Oh, and it's getting late. It's getting late, big guy, uh, for Las Vegas. Uh, sun's going down yeah, real low. Yeah, it's only three. Wow, well, yeah, three games, and then and then uh, Monday night, or, and then the Mexico game, right? Wow, well, yeah. Um, but we've got the big guy, Las Vegas. Uh, all that money, all that money, <laughs> and what did it get you? Two and seven. Uh, they're at a Denver team who's two and a half point favorites. They're cooking. Russ is cooking at three, <laughs> three and six. Cooking oh, that's, like he's in the I middle ages, cooking. Gruel. Three to six. Is, is that's a really low temperature to cook on, I would say. I think you're going to get raw meat at three to six. Yeah. But two yeah. and a half point favorites home Denver once again. Their defense, certain the the defense just continues to keep them in games. As a Bears fan, uh, I can smell your fingers. I I know exactly what that scent is like. So, how do you how do you feel about uh, this? I don't feel anything about this game. This game is going to be terrible. My brother is going to be down, so we're going to watch it. He's a Raiders fan. Uh-oh. And again, you have Devontae Adams who might not play. He's questionable. Yeah. You have Waller out. You have Renfro out. You have Derek Carr crying in his press conference last week. It is, and the only reason they can't fire McDaniel's is because they don't have the money to pay him. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. apparently they're like really cash strapped with all this Vegas stuff. Which is and, weird I mean, in Vegas if you plus, can't afford to pay they, someone. If, if they fire him and get another coach, that means they're paying three coaches. Yeah. Right? Well, they're in Vegas, if you can't afford to pay your bill, you're taken outside. You know, <laughs> paying Gruden ten million a year for the next what seven more years. Oh yeah. And then, so then I think they gave McDaniel maybe even like a five year deal. So they just can't. They're just stuck with them right now. So it's not a, it's not great for the Raiders. So I think just based on the defense, the Raiders' defense is bad. I don't mm-hmm. think they can 
stop anyone. I think the fact that the game's in Denver, um, I just, I got no faith in the Raiders anymore. And um, it's a real shame because I actually had a lot of high hopes. The, losing Darren Waller all year, pretty much. Yeah. He's been a real, the last two, ever since he got that contract, has barely played. So it's yeah. been one of those, um, I would go with Denver to win. I just think they're, I'm going to give them the three point. I'm going to say it's going to be Denver uh, 21-18. I just think the Raiders are barely even going to be able to do anything. And yeah, you're right. Denver's got a better defense. They're going to be able to shut down car and russ is gonna get you 20 points maybe and it's just not gonna be a fun game and i'm not gonna watch it actually i will watch it but i'm not gonna enjoy it yeah no i i can see the only uh, jacob's basically being the only points for the raiders i uh you know the defense will smother them jacob's will find some holes but again yeah you're right i uh denver at home i i just like them better a low scoring game i've got a 21 14 41 and a half the over under it's just gonna be one of those sad games to watch you know, just that sort of yeah, a lot of punts. Yeah, yeah, just hurry up, just hurry up, because everyone else will be watching this other game, which is Dallas, who are six and three, who took a licking uh, from the Green Bay Packers, and then got whooped by by the Titans. But Dallas are one and a half point favorites uh, over uh, the Minnesota Vikings, who are eight and one. Um, Minnesota, With the miraculous this, win last the week. Miraculous win, Minnesota. Uh, but they're eight and one. Are they really? They are apparently. Dallas, uh, obviously, the, smarting after their their loss to to Green Bay, but they're ready to come back and 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 whoop as well. Uh, Dallas is this favorite? Is this going to be favorite? It's a weird one, right? Dallas yeah. favored against an eight and one team on the road. Yeah. It just doesn't really make any sense. Um, I think Dak's been really bad. I I can't imagine. Like I thought that Cooper Rush is maybe the better quarterback right now. Dak mm-hmm. hasn't looked good since he's been back. He looks slow. He doesn't – he's not, really indecisive. And this Minnesota team is – you know what? Listen, say what you want. Like, Justin Jefferson is unbelievable. That catch he made on – oh, yeah. was one of the stupidest catches I've ever seen. One of the great – such a key moment. He's so good. He, and I think he's going to be able to really exploit this. At home, um, again, you saw last week Dallas got burnt in the running game. So, yeah. Dalvin Cook's coming in. I think the fact that Minnesota is at home is really going to help them. I think Dallas just, to me, doesn't – I don't have much confidence in them, especially Dak, the way he's going. So I'm going to go Minnesota to, to win this. Go to 9-1. and one. You know, I guarantee Minnesota goes out in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Um, if they don't get the bye. Um, but I'm going to go with Minnesota to win this. Uh, I'm going to go 31-27. to 27. Big score, big score. 58 yeah. points in this one. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean – I can see why Dallas is favoring this one because that defense. And I, I don't think, you know, Minnesota they've had it, they've had a good good run of games, good run of games so far. And I just think this Dallas team, they're gonna be all over Kirk Cousins and be able to smother it. There will be a lot of points scored in it. Uh, but I still have it 24 to 20. I think Dallas wins it. It's gonna be a tight game, tight defense, a lot of stuffing before Thanksgiving. Uh stuffing and Thanksgiving is this one. It's the AFC North. As Cincinnati is uh, smarting, you know, uh, they went to the show and uh, they're only five and four and they're facing a Pittsburgh team who's, who's starting to find some legs or, you know, Tomlin's trying to find something. Cincinnati's four point favorites. Uh, Pittsburgh's three and six, 42 and a half points is the over under. It's going to be a snowy affair probably here. Um, Pittsburgh, they got TJ Watt back last week. It got them the win. That was the difference. I called them. We both called you and I both called them the win last week. And uh, that defense was a difference. Uh, can that defense ignite and and fire fire them up again? 
I think so. I, um, I think so. I think they can keep this close. I think um, Pittsburgh's again. The, the biggest disappointment has been their running game. It's been completely. Najee Harris has been one of the worst running backs in the NFL this year, which is really surprising. I think the Bengals at least coming off the bye. I think that's going to help them. I think. Again, they really need Jamar Chase back. I think that definitely hurts them, and it, it makes them like so much less dynamic. But these games are always close, like mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. I think it's going to be a close one. You know what? I'm going to go with a little Pittsburgh upset. Um, I'm going to go with a little Pittsburgh upset. Just one of those games. I think the fact that they're at home, um, the defense is playing a bit stronger, and I think you know I, I want to see that. I want to see them put together that first game. Pickens looks good. So mm-hmm. um, pick pick it to Pickens. I want to see that all day. Um, I, I'm gonna go to Pittsburgh. Go to a little sneaky win. I think it's why not. I'm gonna go twenty. I'll go twenty six to twenty three. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I like a little sneaky, a little sneaky there uh, of Pittsburgh because it is at home, and these guys do have a rivalry, and I don't know if the Bengals are just there yet. Um, but I still like the Bengals to win it. Uh, I think it's only going to be a field goal game, though. I think that eh, they'll get it going, uh, but Pittsburgh's defense is going to stifle a lot of what they want to get going. Uh, Mixon's going to find a, a few, you know, tough holes to get going as well. So, but I like the Bengals to win twenty-three to twenty. Not a huge scoring game. It should go over though, probably depending how bad that weather is. I would watch the weather. A uh, big another AFC in the West contest as the who's not giving us love, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They get lots of love. They're seven and two, uh, and they're facing a Chargers team surprisingly at five and four, keeping themselves in, beaten up. Ch- the Chiefs are six point favorites visiting, you know, the ruckus hometown fans of the Los Angeles Chargers, um, which also might have a a, a Comic Con on. I don't know. Well, don't they're going to be outnumbered like they always are. Yeah, no, I, just, I don't know what else would outnumber them. Football. Some sort of yeah, K-pop concert. I think it's going to be a bit of an interesting game. Right? you got Juju Smith-Schuster's out. you got mm-hmm. Valdez Scandic out. So it's going to be, is this the big Tony game? Is this where he yeah. kind of has his breakout game? Because I think it's going to be a lot harder for... I think the Chiefs are going to find it harder to move the ball. I think um, the fact that, again, Mahomes, when he's limited, he's going to have Kelsey, yes, and he's going to have Tony, which is going to be good. But he's still only been there for a couple of weeks. He's not fully, you know, in the playbook, but they're going to need him. I think they're going to find ways to on, on maybe jet jet sweeps to just really get him involved. So maybe handoffs to him mm-hmm. there. Um, I think the Chargers is if I think it looks like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams might actually be back. I think if that is the case, I think Chargers always play these guys close. I think these games in charge almost there's not many people who beat Mahomes, but Herbert's been able to do it a couple of times. So I, I, I wish I could say the home field matters. It doesn't. Uh, but mm. I think the Chargers can keep this close. I think Chiefs win. Um, I'm going to go with 30 to 27. I'm 30 go, to 27. Uh, nice shootout. A little shootout. The Chiefs win. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I am I think that they are going to keep it close. Like the, the Chargers, I mean, they've, they're playing feisty. Uh, maybe get the running game and get going. Uh, I think Tony as well, I think could have a good game. Also, I think with his the spelling of his name, we could revive the, the band Tony, Tony, Tony. Not oh, a fourth wow. Tony. Maybe another Tony, but another Tony. Tony Danza. Yeah. Tony, yeah. just just so many Tonys. Um, yeah, I, it's going to be a bit of a shooter. I, I agree with you on this one. And and Herbert is going to be able to, to find some holes in this one. Um, 30 to 26, I, I'm very close with you on that one. 
Then we're off to Mexico. Uh, Andale, Andale Arriba. It's the final of the international games so far, they say. They're talking about more. Uh, it's San Francisco uh, visiting Arizona, California, and um, yeah, uh, Arizona, two states that uh, benefited from, from lots of migrants. Um, <laughs> San Francisco's eight-point favorites at four, <clears throat> five and four. They're starting to get their groove back like Stella. Arizona's four and six. They're not getting any groove back. They got Hopkins. Well, see, Mar- Marquise Brown looks like he might be potentially coming back. Uh, he's back at practice. Um, yeah, I think eight just seems like a lot. I think, again, these are, division games. Uh, these are division games. I don't know if Kyle Murray is going to play or Colt McCoy. I think mm-hmm. it's like going to be question game time decision. It's weird that the thing, like, right now, if you're Arizona, and the fact that are you questioning whether Colt McCoy is the better option when you just paid Kyle Murray <laughs> 40 something million a year. It just feels like that contract did. They should have yeah. waited a year. Everyone told them they should have waited a year. And this is why. Um, we got Kyler Murray. Doesn't look like his teammates like he's fighting with people on the sidelines, fighting with his coach. You know, it's just as it hasn't been a good. They lost Zach Ertz now. He's out for the year. So um, I think that. I think they're going to be able to at least keep this close enough. I think eight's a bit much, but mm-hmm. I think San Francisco, even though they have McCaffrey, they still ran it with Elijah Mitchell like 20 times. So I don't know what um, Shanahan's doing, but they really didn't use McCaffrey that much last week. I expect that to be different this week on prime time. So I'm going to go with the Niners to win uh, 30 to 23, just seven. Yeah, I've got it seven point as well, uh, 28-21. Eight points just feels a lot to give this 49ers team who hasn't Especially really demonstrated. Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy I mean, Jimmy G, G doesn't lit you up. <clears throat> so it is going to be a running game. It's going to be a battle of defenses. I think it's going to be very interesting because, again, that 49ers front against that Arizona front offensive line, um, whoever is slinging the ball is going to be in for some trouble on this one. Um, look up for laser pointers as well. Those always make an appearance at the Mexico games. Um, which should be fun. Um, but yeah, I've got that one as well. That's it for our week 11 picks, everyone. Uh, make sure you play along with us on DraftKings. NFL in London, we have it. Just make sure you find us under DraftKings. We've got our own DraftKings League, NFL in London. You can find the link uh, on our webpage. I'll put that up here. Uh, and also on Facebook, everyone. Enjoy Thanksgiving is coming up. We're, Ryan and I will do an, uh, an early special next oh, week yes. for Thanksgiving for the Thursday games. Uh, the Bills are playing on th- Thanksgiving, so they're going to be thinking ahead as well. And hopefully you're thinking ahead as well. Uh, and be safe to everyone in Buffalo. And uh, hopefully you stay safe. And hopefully you get on the plane. They'll have a team there. Exactly. Stay safe, everyone.